0: previously, on *Ours Paradoxica.
1: And just like that, what was supposed to be some kind of quiet Odar hearing is becoming a grand goddamn rigmarole.
2: Would you say you've resented Ms. Roberts for her part in your mandatory participation in the experiment?
3: You could say that,
2: yes. But I have to know, if Esther never made the choice, why didn't you trust her?
3: Just because she didn't sign the papers doesn't mean she isn't the kind of person who would.
2: I just got a call from DC, Sally, and... They tell me Esther Roberts' execution has been rescheduled. Last rites to be performed six months from well, now-
1: Okay, okay, right. Six months to smoke out the mole, I'll let them know. Jesus. fully explored the possibility that you might be the mole, and you and your sister are wild cards, like the creepy twins in The Shining. Oh, shut
3: up! Just, if I could tell my younger self that I'd side with June Barlow and tell Sally Grissom repeatedly
1: to shut the fuck (gasps) up! Petra! Shit, shit, Petra, I'm slipping! Hold on. That's kind of what I'm trying to do, and you are taking too long.
3: I could just let you fall, you know.
1: What? That's crazy! is
3: it?
4: Is it? Petra? Petra? Hello? Anybody there? Hmm?
3: Oh, oh, sorry. I uh, drifted off for a second there, huh?
4: You seem like you were a million miles away.
3: Is everything all right? No, it's fine. I mean, it's not fine. Clearly, if I'm here, everything is not fine. I, I thought it was, but I guess it wasn't.
4: Is this about Dr. Grissom? Yeah. I was rather hoping you'd made up. Me too. We did. At first.
1: Ugh, I feel like these government invoices are giving me butterfly syndrome. How do you think they keep track of costs across timelines? Is there like some uber accountant who could crunch the timelines to see which vendor would be the cheapest?
4: (laughs) I wouldn't put it past the government to take a chance to save a buck.
1: Quantum physics I get. God, this is worse than applying for grants. I wish I could ask Charlotte for help. Or Priscilla. No offense, but they were on the Manhattan Project, and this sort of thing, they'd take to a bit better. Just a minute. I hope it's pizza. Pizza? You mere mortals have never known the joys of 30 minutes or less delivery pizza.
3: It was only good if the pizza guy didn't hold the box sideways. Stoners, am I right? That didn't actually- Sorry, she
1: just sort of came in.
3: I'm back on board. I thought a lot about what you said, and while I'm still- Unhappy, I recognize that Esther's impending due date has affected some more than others and caused said individuals to make inane accusations despite their alleged intelligence and composure. I stand by what I said, Petra. Thus, I have decided to bestow my unending reservoir of forgiveness upon the individual for the greater good. But the thing is, we're a team and we've been working like one team member's strength is everyone's strength. We're not all top researchers, Bridget. You say
1: that like it's an insult.
4: Look, I think what Petra's trying to say is that if we're going to find out who this mole is, we need to utilize everyone's skills.
1: Please tell me this means we can stop looking at invoices.
4: Bridget, what if we went to Charlotte?
1: Who now? What? And ask her for advice to hunt down a mole? Like she had to help monitor things in Los Alamos? Yes! Yes, that could work quite well. Ask her questions. Nothing specific, of course. Just old friends catching up. I do miss New York.
0: I'll buy the tickets in the
4: morning and cover my own ground. Divide and conquer.
1: What did I just witness? A plan that sure as hell beats in voices. And while you two are off to the Big Apple, we are going to tackle the science! Science. Very specific. If the Black Room was compromised, there has to be a logical explanation for it. We're going to reverse engineer how someone could neutralize the Black Room.
3: How have you been, Ida? Last I saw you, you were all ears but hardly said anything.
4: Oh, you know how it goes. Small town, quiet life. That Sally Grissom sure makes it a bit more interesting, though. Always people in and out, and those gadgets she makes. I'm so fond of them. I know how Sally is doing, Ida. How are you doing? Well, let's see. I've been tending to my garden, gossiping with the ladies at the grocery store. We all like to sneak over to the diner and gab, so long as milk's not on the grocery list. Lots of talk about how the town's changed. I've only seen some of it, you know.
3: Oh, are you not from
4: here? Oh, no. No, I'm not. One of the many transplants. I was looking around one day and thought, Ida, you need a change. You're gonna pick a point on a map and you are going to move there and that will be that. And then I did. Point of exile. <laughs> I admit I was being a bit melodramatic when I picked it. We've all been there. I
3: used to fake butterfly uh- Butterscotch candies, that I had them when my sister wasn't paying attention to me. They were her favorite. Well, second favorite, but it still worked anyway. You and your sister grew up here? Um, yeah, I guess so, but this isn't really the same point of exile I grew up in. Uh, Times change, you know? Okay, from the top. (sighs) Option one, the Soviets broke into the black room. Option two, Anthony is dead. Option three, the Soviets tampered with the Black Room transmitter. Option four, the Soviets tampered with our receiver.
2: Option five, the Soviets are smarter than Sally and figured out an undetectable way to interrupt the signal.
1: Hey, no comments from the peanut gallery. You're only here to supervise the handling of top secret material or whatever. He might have a point. Don't take his side.
2: If the Soviets broke into the Black Room, we would have found out far sooner.
1: They would have been
3: there since 1943, in this iteration at least. Right, so option one is out. Chet, did Odar put in some sort of contingency plan for when Anthony died?
2: Well, as far as I'm aware, we made sure to put in a detector for um di uh, di- uh diethyl di-
3: diethyl disulfide. Yep. What? They trained us in all sorts of
1: shit. Oh, mm, this right here. I was wondering what this gizmo is for. Basically when it goes off tachyons get emitted, which set off an alarm that's loud enough to hear basically anywhere, temporally speaking.
3: Which brings us to option three. Did they tamper with the outgoing messages?
1: Everything in here says otherwise. The Black Room was built to be self-sufficient, transmitting directly to ODAR without bouncing the signal. If they tampered with the transmitter, it'd be the same scenario as option one. Which leaves us with them sabotaging the receiver.
2: I can't have you poking around the equipment. Schematics was bad enough, but with you guys- We'll go to Philadelphia. Philadelphia?
1: I added some of my own... flare to a radio tower there. It's how I've been talking to Partridge. If the mole found out about it and cut me off too, they'd have to have gone there. That's where I bounce my signal through. I smell a road trip. Yeah, last road trip I went on didn't exactly go well, Petra.
2: I'll book you two tickets. Out of pocket. Just try not to bring back any saboteurs this time.
3: Not in the mood to use innocent people as target practice, Chet? You can keep your blood money. I have a friend who can fly us. Mum's the word with him. Off the books. Low profile, yada yada, you know. Do I even want to ask?
4: Nope. Is Carmen the only one you get along with, Petra?
3: I get along with people. Petra. Okay, fine. People are hard sometimes. I get along with you all right
4: so far. So far? You expecting this to go south? (laughs) I don't have a great track record. When your heart is all fire, people fear getting burned. They don't often realize it can warm them as well. I used
3: to have a friend I could talk to, but I only saw him every few years and then. And then what? Well, he died. I keep thinking about how I could
4: change that, but... It's not your fault, dear. Everyone has their time to go. There's nothing you could have done. I know emotions tend to disagree with that logic, but there's no use in mourning people forever. It's not our responsibility to get into the tiny details about what we could have done differently. (laughs) Sure. I guess you could say that. Well, what about your sister? Can you talk to her about this? She's... not here... She's seeing
3: the world, that whole thing. We went through some rough times, but patched things up before she left. I can't really blame her for leaving. I spent plenty of time traveling myself. Studying abroad? Uh, Something like that. But it was... I was hoping... This sounds so stupid, but I I was hoping to find a face like mine.
4: I'm not sure I follow.
3: I grew up here, but I'm not from here. Like... I don't really know where I come from. I was hoping that I'd find... I know it's dumb. I had a really great dad. He was... (laughs) He liked Arbor Day and sneaking us music we weren't supposed to listen to. Sometimes he'd just let me sit in his office when I was having a bad day, and I'd play with this puzzle until he finished, and then he'd walk me back to my room and tuck me in, even though I said I was too old for it. I miss him, but he's gone now, so... I thought maybe I could find out where I came from. Before he was my dad, I mean. There wasn't any helpful paperwork, so I kind of just hoped luck would be on my side. Like, do you know where you come from, Ida? Your ancestors and all that, I mean?
4: I know my parents and my grandparents. Beyond that, just the broad strokes, I suppose.
3: See, but you can move... Forward, and you can do that with the love of your ancestors at your back. But me, I I move forward with my ancestors by my side. But their faces are strangers, moving in parallel, not knowing the other exists. And powerless to help anyway. That's the way it feels sometimes, I mean. This is stupid. I'm I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't have
4: said anything. I don't know what's getting into me. It's all right. Just, you take your time. I'll put on some more water for tea. And you can have a minute. Nothing to feel embarrassed about.
1: You trust this guy? With our lives? In the air? Yep. Ooh, Looks like I picked the wrong week to quit drinking. (laughs) Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. (laughs) What is it, Dr. Grissom? What's going on? I'm not sure. I haven't seen anything like this since the Anita Bryant concert. Yeah, the version I saw
3: doesn't reference Anita Bryant. Good she's the worst. <laughs> you know, only Carmen could out-quote me when it came to Airplane. Really? She doesn't seem the type. Yeah, well, you know, us subjects of morally reprehensible human experimentation, were full of surprises. Where did your guy go? Probably doing last-minute checks and uh, his good luck ritual. Superstitious type. You're really making me feel better about this tin can we're in, Petra. Relax, it'll be fine. Let's talk Philadelphia. We get there, we scale the tower, check for tampering, and then make our merry way back? Yep. I hope they'll be trespassing. I think Chet smoothed things over with them.
1: Just two repairmen checking on things.
3: (laughs) Repairmen, right. They're in for a bit of a surprise. We're both smooth talkers, we'll be fine. You're many things, Sally, but a smooth talker
1: is not one of them. Hey, I am great at at the smooth-talking. I could smooth-talk the smoothest talker with my smooth... talks. Yeah,
3: so I've heard. Just like Quentin Barla's eulogy, right? You've got a track record for
1: the smooth-talks. That was one time. Anyway, he didn't stay dead, and turned out to be way more interesting than I initially gave him credit for. Guess we better ixnay on the octae...
3: Nah, it's fine. He's hard of hearing, and as soon as his headset is on, he won't be able to hear a word we say unless we want him to. That's why I like the guy. Discretion is his middle name. That's why he called you Lydia Dietz? I love Winona Ryder. (laughs) I haven't the faintest idea what you're referring to. Right. It was my friend Liam's favorite movie. He was older than me and made sure me and Carmen knew about all the 80s and 90s stuff so we could keep up with the older kids. Oh. Yeah. We thought he was cool. Pretty sure Matthias and Fatima made fun of him for hanging out with us younger kids, though. I don't think I've ever heard you talk about them. Well, don't get used to it.
1: Do you base all your fake identities on things they liked?
3: Now, why would I go and tell you a thing like that, Sally? Let's just say, after this, Lydia
1: Dietz is a dead woman. Petra, is there anyone you can be... real with? Like, be yourself? Maybe
3: Carmen? (sighs) Even with her, I'm just a version of myself. There's all these versions of me, and all of them are true. Even the ones I think are lies. I stopped believing in objective truth a long time ago. Now it's whatever the consensus is.
1: Worldwide consensus is that time travel doesn't exist, but you and I know otherwise. Fine. (laughs) Then it's about whatever your frame of reference is. Whatever. Girl tries to say one cool
4: thing, and it's... don't have to talk about the why anymore, but if you'd like to talk about the where and the what, I'd love to hear about your travels. I thought picking up and moving states was a big deal, but you have me beat by quite a ways. Ida, don't sell yourself short. What you did is pretty damn commendable. Please.
3: <laughs> all right, all right. Well, let's see. Um, Mexico was the easiest to get to off the bat, so I hung around there for a while. I tried to find some artists I'd heard about.
4: Artists? I mean, no offense, but you don't strike me as the type to take to art. Are you kidding me?
3: I love it. Especially when it gives the man the bird. Petra! Ah, sorry. I didn't mean it that, that way. <laughs> I mean, um, you know when a lady painter does her thing, men be darned. <laughs> Did you meet Miss Callow down there? I was about to, and then I got embarrassed and kept my distance. I met some people who knew her, though. Interesting crowd. Hmm. Would you want to travel again? Meet more interesting people? I'm not sure. Sometimes the idea of starting fresh somewhere sounds so appealing, but I've started fresh so many times. It's kind of old hat now.
1: Family business, huh?
3: What? All of our brothers died, so we had to take over, and their usual contractor was already busy, so they outsourced to us. Local people, ties to the community, blah blah blah, you know.
1: You whipped that accent out of nowhere.
3: Yeah, it's called being a spy, Sally. Jeez. The Philly accent isn't even that hard. Casual. Hey, we got in. Can take as long as we need to check out what might have gone wrong. I don't see why you're being so... Huh. What?
1: It's just that it's... You know... Skyscraper tall. That's what I said. Bright side is that this time we actually have safety equipment? I still can't believe I scaled this thing last time without any. Huh. I guess I am kind of a badass. Don't meet your heroes. They turn out to be self-congratulatory dweebs. Numbskull. Dexter. Nerd. Egghead. <laughs> hey, um, before we possibly climb to our deaths to find out if a foreign power has tampered with the transceiver I illegally installed... What? The trial. What about it? Did you... I told the truth, Sally.
3: I answered Hank's inane questions truthfully. I'm surprised it took you this long to ask, honestly. You hate her. That isn't... That wasn't relevant. You hating Esther wasn't relevant at the trial? Well, what do you want me to say? What she did to me, what that iteration of her did to me, was relevant. My feelings didn't matter when it came to the evidence, and right now, that's what matters. Evidence. There's evidence that Esther isn't guilty of what they accused her. We're looking for it. End of story. Later,
1: we can hold her accountable for- crimes she hasn't committed yet? How minority report of you? What's minority report? Damn it. I keep forgetting you have an expiration date
4: on references. Shut up and climb, Sally. Oh, I've never been the type of person to set down roots. I love the excitement of new places and always new faces. Wandering the world is the ideal lifestyle for anyone who isn't too afraid.
3: I'm not afraid of anything. I'm angry. I'm just angry at what they did, and I keep trying to convince myself that I'm not, but it never works. Every new place I can forget for just a little while, but it never lasts. What are you trying to forget? I...
4: I'm so sorry, Petra. I'm trying to follow.
3: No, you're not trying to follow, Ida. You are following. This whole time you've been trying to get me to talk about my family, about my life, about Odar. You're trying to see if you can turn me against them. (laughs) And if I'll go work for your
4: people. I'm sure I don't know what you're talking about. Don't
3: play dumb with me, Ida.
4: I did want to get to know you, Petra. Like I did want to get to know Dr. Grissom.
3: Better the devil you know than the devil you
4: don't. I see. Yep. I take it you are going to try to bring me in.
3: Do or do not. There is no try. You and me, Ida. We're going to Odar to have a little chat.
1: You know, it's wild that for two people who time-traveled, against their will from almost the same era, we don't get along. Better. Do you want to rest for a second? I'm fine. I can keep up. I don't know why that is, to be honest. Maybe it's like magnets, you know, similar polarities.
3: We're not the same poles, Sally. And it's not like I'm repulsed by you. Really? I could have sworn... I just have a hard time abiding by people who choose
1: to look past their friends' actions like you seem to. Whoa. Hold on. I do not just look past what my friends do. If you think that I've just been all smiles and snacking when it comes to what Esther has actually done, you would be sorely mistaken. Whatever. And another thing... Hypocrisy? You just look past the possibility that Carmen could be involved. You guys, like, hero-worshipped me. I wouldn't be surprised if you two found out about my transceiver and Carmen decided to play the into. Shut up! And we haven't fully explored the possibility that you might be the mole, and you and your sister are wild cards, like the creepy twins in The Shining. Didn't you go to Mexico or something for a while? Hang out with Trotsky while you were there? Your grip on reality is slipping if you think I'd hang out with Trotsky
3: after what- Oh, shut up! Just- if I could tell my younger self that I'd side with June Barlow and tell Sally Grissom repeatedly to shut the fuck- <gasps> Petra!
1: Shit, shit, Petra, I'm slipping! Hold on. That's kind of what I'm trying to do, and you are taking too long.
3: I could just let you fall, you know.
1: What? That's crazy! Is it? You know
3: Odar would send someone back to save my dumb brain or whatever- I think you place too much value on yourself, Grissom.
1: Freakin' me out right now!
3: Promise you and the others will stop looking into Carmen.
1: You know I can't! Then I can't. Fine! Were you really just gonna long live the king of me there?
3: I really don't know. Sorry.
1: that's insane. She's insane. No, she isn't. She's just hurt that we'd accuse her sister. I think. Look, we were climbing this radio tower. Emotions were... heightened. Eh? You eh? are not going to distract me
4: with puns
1: and finger guns at said puns, Sally. At the end of the day, we didn't find any evidence of tampering, and I made up an excuse why I couldn't go with her, and I booked a separate plane ride back because it was super awkward. Where is she now? Taking the day off, I hope.
3: Sally, Bridget, what are you two doing here? We've been here. What are you doing? What the hell's going
1: on? It's the lockdown alarm. Petra, hurry and get in here. The door's gonna slam shut Wait, 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 Ida!
0: Ours Paradoxica, episode 26, Grip, written by Eli Barraza, with Daniel Manning, Misha Stanton, Julian Mundy, Danielle Shamaya, and Toe Zaman, directed and produced by Misha Stanton. Featuring Kristen Di Mercurio as Sally Grissom, Leah Peros as Petra, L. Jeffrey Moore as Lou Gaines, Preston Allen as Bridget Chambers, and Ren Beeler as Chet Wickman, as well as Maximilian Defoe as Ida, with special thanks to Isabel Atkinson. Production help this week from Alexander Danner. Original music by Misha Stanton and by Eno Friedman broadman You can hear more at enoofficial.com or at enomusic.bandcamp.com. Come find us wherever we are on the internet. Our website, arsparadoxica.com, where you can find episode transcripts or grab merchandise at our store. You can also reach us anytime on your social medium of choice at arsparadoxica or at our email, arsparadoxica@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Ours Paradoxica is made possible by listeners like you. If you enjoy what we've done here, consider leaving us a nice review. And if you can pitch in anything to help us keep the lights on, go to patreon.com slash and pledge to support us monthly. And finally, Ours Paradoxica is brought to you by the internet. No, no, mom, no, mom, mom, don't click there. No. Next time on Ours Paradoxica.
3: How fast does this lockdown protocol go off? What do you mean? Uh, well, let's say a foreign agent does walk into here. Does someone have to notice, or? Sally, what are you doing?
1: The thing from Die Hard, I'm pretty sure. Give me a day.
2: I'll even ask everyone to hurry.
1: Petra, you're different. You've gotten dark. Shut up, we need to move. So much for protocol. <laughs> Please stop talking. Saying I ruined your life is not fair, and you know it.
2: Oh, well, They have their purpose, I'll give them that. <sighs>
1: I'll see you in the morning. Magenta. Magenta. Sixteen. One. Nine. Twenty-two.
3: Twenty-three. Ten. Twenty-five. Twenty-three. Fourteen. Twenty-four. Nine. Twenty. Twenty-four. 23, 13, 5, 1, 25, 16, 9, 24, 4, 20, 11, 5, 7, 9, 22, 1, 15. The weather in Tulsa today is...